Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jacob Beer Show today. Today, we are joined by Michelle Tidball, who is a really good person. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to have guests on. Would you first like to talk about who you are and what you do? Who am I? <laughs> Uh, That's a question. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I, I live in a small town. Um, I'm a pastor. Uh, I also am a business coach and a life coach. I have a degree in um, addiction psychology and criminal justice. And um, daily, I work in helping businesses grow. Awesome. Are you ready to dive into questions? So my first question, and I know a lot of reviewers have this question, what was it like being on Kanye West, this <laughs> presidential campaign? What was it like? Oh, it was exciting. Every moment, there's something changing. Every moment, we're going in a new direction. Um, you know, learning about him and his beliefs, his strength, um, his desire to see uh, babies have life, which is really his whole platform. And just watching him share that daily and um, finding out the ins and outs of politics, which I'd never been involved in. That was a new journey. Um, and um, I would say like it was, it was life-changing. Awesome, great response. What was your best moment of the campaign? The best moment. I think the announcement <laughs> when uh, it was announced a little quicker than I thought, I thought I had another week. And then to have my phone flooded from friends who had read the Forbes magazine or, or the online version and not knowing that, that it was there. So that was probably the most memorable moment. Wow. And I'm sure that'd be exciting because people are like, who is this lady from a small town in Wyoming? And I'm sure you got so many emails from the press, from yes. NBC, CBS, and I'm sure there were cameras packed down in town. There was. I think I counted uh, within 20 minutes, I had 200 emails. 200 emails within, within 20 minutes. Now, how many do you get on a daily basis now? Now I get probably 10 a day. 10 a day. Um, a day. There's a little bit of traffic in my community, but there was a lot of press early on. Wow, did you ever have them camping outside your house? Uh, I had security, so awesome. they didn't That's stay long. <laughs> Smart, especially in today's world. Yes. All right, awesome. Next question that I have is, what has your journey with God been like as a pastor? Um. It's a thing that I have done since I was 17. And it's a commitment that I made to God and the journey's been great. It's probably been the most difficult thing I have ever done. I know people are like, oh, your life's gonna be easier. That's not a true statement. Um, it's difficult, but it's rewarding. And I've enjoyed getting to know people along the way and seeing God working in their lives and seeing God work on the planet. Awesome. And that's what we need in this world more than ever is Jesus. Yes. Amen. What is your best advice to young people out there who are maybe trying to find Christ or who are not quite sure with what direction to go in their life because they're in high school or in college? What is your best advice to them? Find somebody you can ask the questions to. 
I think the problem is that we go into the church sometimes and there's so many people there. We don't get those intimate conversations. You know, how do we take what's going on in culture and is is it true? What does the Bible say? And what's the importance of the Bible? I think that we haven't had those heart-to-heart conversations. So I would say find somebody who can answer those questions for you to maybe be able to um, help kind of lead the way in a path now that not everything seems in conflict. Absolutely. And what inspires you to keep growing in your faith and to keep preaching the gospel? I think the greatest thing is to have people around us. So I have a local congregation as well as an online presence. Uh, I wasn't too sure how I felt about an online presence, but we do bring everybody into the community three times a year. So we do get that on-site relationships that we do take with us. Um, Being in the word, being solid into the Bible and understanding and how it applies to today and definitely having people around us. There is something about gathering with others that, um, that happens in our spiritual walk that causes us to have great strength. I, I also do a daily devotional. So I film it on Zoom every day. And that kind of keeps us connected too because we're studying and engaging the same word. Absolutely. And, also that, and you also said that you were a life coach and a business coach. What has that been like? Uh, I was an addictions therapist for quite a while and worked in the criminal justice system, and it wasn't a great fit for me. Uh, Life coaching really is this moment where people are, they come to me for like six weeks, and in that six weeks, um, we just unfolded how God would unfold it for their lives. And, um, and in business coaching, when I go into a business, I just get a sense or feel based on how the owner wants his company to run, what the right people are would be for that, um, where we need to be financially, how we can grow the business. And so to me, it's just about finding that connection to life. You know, sometimes people get discouraged, they get hopeless, they can't see a way out of their situation. And just having someone come in to kind of spark those things to awaken them to be able to complete their destiny on the planet. Absolutely. And what is the best part of being a life coach been like? Is it working with the people in the company? Is it growing the company? What would you say has been the best thing about it? It's the challenge where you go into a place that's maybe chaos or into somebody's life that feels like chaos and they feel stuck and then seeing them at the end of sessions going, okay, I got this. I can do this. So taking chaos and putting order to it. That's the best thing, I think. And I would absolutely agree with you, especially with growing, the, growing this podcast and everything, exact same thing. The journey, the challenge of having different guests on from all over the country, all over the world, it's the challenge. And, and just like in business and life coaching, like you said, it's the challenge at the end of the day that keeps people going in business or in my case, podcasting. Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. And one last and final question what would you say is the best thing that you have accomplished in life so far? Well, my children aside (laughs) and grandchild, um, I would say that uh, running for vice president, 
it was it was personally um, this adventure of a place I'd never been before, but it was also a, a unique time to see somebody um, and meet people kind of out of my element. And what I mean by that is, if you're going to run for president of the United States, you're going to have to be a millionaire billionaire. Only millionaires and billionaires can afford this process. Exactly. And so not being a millionaire and joining this journey was absolutely incredible to be able to talk about the things that are on my heart, things that I know firsthand, and to be able to go into platforms and see what sort of change we can bring. So that was by far my best. Absolutely. And I promise one last question here, if you don't mind. <laughs> what would you say is the like best and worst thing about after running for vice president it was that what what was the best part of it like i guess what has been like the best thing since then that has happened in your life compared to maybe the worst things such as people recognizing you if that's something it's not anything i don't think people recognize me um in fact uh you're only the second interview that i've agreed to do so thank you very uh, much so i've kept it pretty quiet um Oh, I don't know. You know, it's it's kind of surreal coming back to normal life. And that's been probably the biggest challenge is living every day with all of these things going on and all of these meetings and watching the polls and where are we at and preparing. And then all of a sudden to have that gone and life as usual now. Um, it's just, you know, a, a new life adjustment. Absolutely. And thank you so much for coming on our show today. Yes. I deeply appreciate it. Our viewers deeply appreciate it. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? You know, we talked about pro-life a little bit. We talked about yes. life of babies. And I think it's really important that um, we as a people understand that it says that he knits us in our mother's womb and he puts all of our days in us before they come to be. So all these days are waiting to be lived. And I think it's only God who can take away those days or, you know, give so many days for a life. And so I'd really love to see um, us as people really embrace the sanctity of a baby that's knitted in the womb. I mean, you have two cells and it creates this living being. And every life so, matters out there. Every life matters out there. And, um, and we would be remiss. We would miss those people that would do great things on the planet. Um, so I'd like to see us as people come together with that. Absolutely. And just um, today, the governor of South Dakota is going to ban any child who has Down syndrome from being aborted, which I think is amazing because their lives Absolutely. matter. Absolutely. 110%. And it's yes. time that we have governors like that around the country step up. Yes, I agree. I agree. Thank you so much for coming on the show yes. today. I deeply appreciate it and have a great rest of your week. Thanks. Bless you for your efforts. We'll Thank see you. you.